It's Tony Nash here with Plugged and Unplanned, and I have Mick Spencer, the author of Start Before You're Ready. And if you take that, Mick, we're into our week three of, of our, our sessions together. Are you, do you still feel, you know, like um, Jeff Bezos talks about, we're still at day one um, in, for Amazon. The internet is at day one. Um, and, and he continues to say that, that we're still at day one. Do you still start before you're ready? Is that a, a mantra that you're saying to yourself still t- today? Do you feel, or, or is it like, um, I, I did start before I was ready, so I'm telling you about what I did, or are you, is that still part of your future that you're still starting when you're ready now? Where's it? Uh, it's still definitely a part of the ethos. You know, I think uh, uh, just before Christmas, um, um, I had people on my back about when I was doing my second book, and I said, oh, you know, <laughs> no way, not for years. Um, and I said, maybe, may, you know, maybe I'd uh, call it scale before you're ready or right. something, you know. So, but look, um, 100%, there, there's basic fundamentals that I love business um, with, which is um, getting started, being nimble, being, you know, in today's, today, in 2019, um, there are no barriers, right? Anyone can can really start anything and disrupt the market. And um, for me, it's about we have to disrupt ourselves. We cannot operate the way we operated a year ago. We should be different. We need to be better. We need to be, um, you know, and it's also about what you say yes to and how you say yes, you know, and, you know, we work with some very large businesses and, and they're not as dynamic or nimble or they don't do things as quick because they can get held up in bureaucracy. And I think the challenge for those bigger businesses now with how quick customers are moving and how to adapt to customers' needs are sometimes you just have to start before you're ready because by doing that, uh, you will get to where you need to get to on the journey rather than just waiting and then starting once everyone's ticked the plan and the boxes because often what's happened by that point is you're too late you know just if you get a new products to market get it to market faster get it get to market get it to market faster with maybe less risk and then scale up when you when you know there's a need for it if it's launching a product online it's about rather than you know it's it's an agile product methodology of just getting it going and getting it moving and letting the customer tell you what works and doesn't work um you know it's less like you know let's let's get to a movement where we're doing things more frequently, you know, less planned and, and quicker. Because I think that's what's important for businesses of the future with the customer. Because the customer's doing that. They're the ones changing regularly. There's a, there's a great website that really articulates your, exactly what you're saying. Have you ever been to archive.org, the Wayback Machine? I have. Yeah. So that, that website basically takes an HTML photograph of websites at some point in time. So mm-hmm. it, um, Anyone can actually go back to 2004, February the 7th, which was three days after Booktopia started on Booktopia, and you can see what our website looked like back then. And it is one of the main things. I'm just going to repeat what your your message, and and I hear it often, oh, I'm just working on my website, I haven't got it exactly right. Forget that. Get it up. Get it going. People start paying cash, they, money comes in the door, and then you have time later on. Of course you want to improve it. Of course you want to improve it. In fact, the website that we have today, it was, I think, 2012. We were turning over, about to turn over about $20 million. And, and we were doing, going to do $130 million in 2019. But in 2012, the message was to the, 
the designer who was one of the mums at my son's school was we're turning over 20 million. When someone goes to the new website uh, that you're going to design and I ask them the question, how much do you reckon that company is turning over? And the answer needs to be 100 million. That was the, that was the brief. Yeah. So, Love it. Love so, it. You started with the end in mind though, right? Yeah. Yep. So therefore, like, what, what would it look like? If it was if if people randomly thought, ah, oh, they're probably turning over a hundred million. By the way, it looks. Yeah, and and that's really just reinforces your message. Totally, web's the biggest play for it, right? We have that approach with our platform and, and our website every day, and uh, you know you have to continue to re-inspire that. And the great companies that are doing that, uh, you know that that's what they focus on because I think that it's like anything, right? It's about it's about developing the habits, and if the habits are regular iterations more frequently you'll get to a better place. And and for us, that's the way we run our business, from our merchandise teams to building better product. You know, we know that the polo shirt that we sold, you know, six years ago to the polo shirt today is a totally different polo shirt. Um, the cycle kit that we sell today versus six years ago is totally different. Um, you know, the, the the process of order to, to manufacture and the update of our statuses is just ridiculously different. Mm. Um, but let's not you know because we're regularly in, in yeah iterated uh we've constantly just tweaked those things you know and and that's i think the right approach to things that's how you know that's how you guys have become such an incredible business that's how you know some of the best businesses on the planet to continue to do that and it's actually the ones that you've seen you know we recently got part acquired by west farmers and some of the businesses that i work with there from Bunnings to Officeworks to Kmart to Workwear Group to to Blackwoods, you know, the businesses that are really shining through in such a big corporate conglomerate and such big revenues are the ones that have that approach. Did you – so you had a um, – you some of your capital has um, – some of your equity has gone to West Farmers and they're a multi-multi-billion dollar company. Um do they still give you the autonomy to do what you want to do, or um, they, when that cha- when they came in, was there changes in terms of the way that you had to manage your company, run your company? What what did you learn, or what where's that up to? Yeah, so look, we definitely autonomy from the way we run the business. You know, I'm I'm majority owner of the company, and um, and and it's me and one other shareholder that own over three quarters. So it's pretty it's pretty. It's pretty easy to, from a shelter level to, to ensure that. There's certain practices that we have to do from that, though, mm-hmm. that we have to abide by, which is not too much of a change because one of the things that our chairman is always reinforcing in our business is let's, let's operate like we're a listed business because, you know, um, it helps us understand what are the things that we should be disclosing and how we should operate and how we should treat shareholder capital. Um, but from a way of doing business, there's been a fair few changes. You know, we really needed to tighten up um, supply chain and it was for the better. It was a big investment <clears throat> in getting our manufacturers accredited to certain um, global re- uh, ethical and environmental certifications um, that they that they weren't, uh, the factories weren't necessarily unethical but they didn't have the certificates because they couldn't afford the audits so we had to get that underway and that was a big thing but the benefit for us now is we've got, you know, the cleanest, squeakiest supply chain um, that any you know, 100 mil plus business would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we can take orders from any large organization around the world who, um, you know, what's happening in, in apparel or merchandise is a lot of big companies like Disney and, and, and you know, um, West Farmers type businesses, they will only work with companies that use manufacturers that have this accreditation. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's now a massive advent, uh, advantageous approach. So, yeah, but not, not too many things. You know, um, that was... 
going back to people. I was lucky I found the right person that bought our deal to West Farmers and, and he, he, he's an MD there in one of their businesses and, and worked with Richard Branson for 10 years. So he's an entrepreneurial guy. You know, he, he was the global CEO of Virgin and, mm-hmm. and he, you know, ran about 400 M&As and knows what it's like to give a founder autonomy. Um, uh, but the professionalism of a business. And that's where it's finding the right fit, mm-hmm. you know. You ought to balance it too much of the way. Mm, interesting. So before we get to the end and we're getting close to the end of our hour or so, um, from from your own perspective, because you talked about some of the tough times like when you were trying to raise that capital and it's perhaps different to where you are today and your, your mindset and where the business is at and where your family life is that but kind of what's your what's your approach or tactics around like when you feel yourself going off the rails or you know just feeling a little flat how do you how do you kind of get back onto the onto the train track again um some of the things that you might do because mm. I would suggest that um, I mean you and I we run, we run successful companies and amazing teams behind us etc and and, uh, and families behind us so you, you kind of get caught up into the uh, into the this you know the critical mass the, the flow of that whole thing but uh, for those of for those of us and who are listening who want to know well you know feel like I'm kind of spiraling down and um, but I, what can I do? What are some of the few things that I could do just to, you know, just recalibrate and just go, hold on a second. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be here for as short as time as possible because I want to get back up and, and feel like things are happening again. Yeah. So look, I think the, the overarching ethos is, you know, why I have those four P's. Um, but I think from a level of that, it's, you know, firstly, it's acceptance that that's normal. You know, uh, it's lonely at the top. And, you know, as they say, and it's real, you know, um, uh, I don't feel great every single day. There is times that, you know, I feel like one day we're going to take over the world. The next day we're just completely hopeless and we're going to spiral. And, uh, you know, I'm the world's worst person. Um, But what I do is make sure for me, what's really important is daily routine. You know, so wherever I am, however tired I am or energetic I am, I always go for a walk every morning for 30 to 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, I wake up at 5, 5.30 in the mornings. I go for a walk on my own and finish it with a coffee. Um, and what I do is I read the news, I listen to podcasts or, or books, um, and, and I write down my, my, my must rocks for the day. That keeps me centered every day. Mm-hmm. And if I don't do that, um, if I sleep in, I'm, I'm massively out of whack. So I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Exercise is critical. You know, I'm, I, I stay fit. Um, you know, I make sure I stay fit and healthy as much as possible. I drink a lot of water. Um, you know, and, and I think when, you know, when you are going down, you know, you've regularly also got to get away. You know, one of the things I've learned, you know, took my chairman, you know, um, pushing me to do it was each quarter be able to go away for a couple of days at least, uh, even on my own, you know. So I've made that a mandate. Each quarter I go away um, for two days, you know, and, and I just work on myself and my planning for the business and, and my own. And, uh, you know, usually my fiance doesn't even come. It's me on my own. It's midweek. Um, and that has really been awesome just to get away, refresh, recalibrate, you know, leave the laptop at home, take the notebook, um, go to a place where I can get, you know, uh, inspired ocean, whatever it is mm-hmm. quiet. You know, I actually, I'm quite a people person, but as I get more staff and as I grow our, our reach, I actually prefer 
to I, I, I don't like people as much. I, I don't if that sounds wrong. I, I don't like just like being in, in a busy area as much, you know. I actually prefer time on my own. You know, in the early days I wanted all these people around and but now I prefer more time on my own. So um, you know, which is a bit of a weird reverse. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm there too. Um having I'm I'm married and so when I go home my wife want and I want to spend time with each other and we talk and the kids and so forth. So I, it's more about cherishing the time on your own. I think it is, yeah, it's, and just really um, not, uh, not, um, not so much abusing it, but just not wasting that time on your own. I think is really important. You go, oh, I've got some time on my own, yeah, and knowing um, how to use that time. What are you What are you spending it on? You know, that's the thing, right? Like, it's um, what are you You're spending time? You know, it's like spending money, right? So, if you're spending time watching TV as your debrief, and that really works for you, maybe that's the right outlet. But for me, I don't like that because I need uh, I can do that when I'm in a different mindset. But sometimes for me, it's about going for a walk or a mountain bike ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you know, it's it's about having a bigger. You've got to constantly have great people around you, cherish your family, you know, family's everything. Um, and then and then just a really tight end of, of good people. Who, and be open as well. If you're not feeling great, talk about it. Talk about it to, you know, your family. Talk about it to your friends. Talk about it to your mentors. You know, uh, for me, I, I talk a lot about how I'm feeling. It's one of my strengths, you know, um, and it didn't used to be. Um, but that's so important just to get stuff off your chest because what you realize is actually it's normal and everyone goes through the same thing. Mm. We look at all these entrepreneurs or CEOs, all these great businesses, and we go, gee, they've just got the coolest life. You know, they just, they've just got it all dialed. Um, you know, but, but it's not, everyone's human, right? We've all got a heart rate. We've all got a blood, you know, blood pressure system. We've all got, you know, uh, nutritional needs, right? And, um, you know, so yeah, you've just got to talk about it, and then and then just and then just have the have the have the bigger picture in mind. That's what I always do. You know, I've just thought, you know, I've got a calendar reminder at eight thirty every morning that tells me where I want to be in twenty twenty two. You know, four years from now, and so it's just have a bigger three picture years now. Well, three years now, gosh, three years, yeah, crazy, yeah. yeah. So do you do? So do you do that? So you'll now reset for twenty twenty three. Um, or do you have a four year, do you, or do you have like a, uh, like a seven year plan that you work and then you will redo your seven years? No, at the moment. So, uh, for me, I'm not religious about years. For me, at the moment, I'm all about 2022. I don't know why, but for me, it's about a, it's, it's a, it's a size of our business. Mm-hmm. It's a where I'll be at life. Um, and what I want to do by then. You know, there's some things that me and me, I'm getting married in, in two months. There's some stuff we want to do. We want to live overseas. We want to grow the business globally. Um, we want to get the business to its, you know, to its heights quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I'll be 32 and then, you know, we might have to start a family then. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of things I want to do from then, you know, but, but I've also got a 2030 goal. So I've, I've got a big, big, big goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but the, 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 the three to four year is the more breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm guess by the end of this year I would start to get towards more 2023. And do you talk about that in your book? Do you how you've got yeah. those goals? Yeah. So then, if people are wanting to find out more about what you do um, and how you've done it, it's all in here. The- Definitely. Look, the book's the start of it, right? And then in there, people can follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm regularly on Instagram regularly doing stories people you know can follow the the, the what the various things i do i often tell people what i've learned on my stories um you know i love linkedin i post regularly on linkedin so they can follow me there as well and, and same on facebook so 
Um, you know, and also I'd urge people to share their stories too. You know, it's been, that's one of been the most proud moments of doing a book actually was, was actually getting the stories back from people mm. about how they've read it and it's changed their view on, on thing. And that, that was one of the, that's a really nice thing to do, right? Like it's, it's, it's nice to write a book and all that, but if you can get people, um, if you, if there's one person's direction, you might shift in the way that's better for them. And that's job done for me. Mm. Yeah. And, and what's to 2019 then? What, What's the the immediate uh, roadmap looking like for you? Well, for me on the on the biggest uh, horizon uh, this quarter is is uh, getting married. I'm getting married in a couple of months, mm-hmm. and then I'm going on a honeymoon, the longest mm-hmm. time away. I'm going away for five weeks, which I can't wait. Um, look, uh, you know, there's a lot in the business. We're gonna, uh, from a calendar year perspective, we'll grow uh, probably double and a half. Actually, we've got a lot on. We're about to launch into office works. As in, sorry, as in revenue or as in revenue? People? Yeah, revenue. Right. Um, and, um, and, and there's a lot on, you know, this year for us is all about people in the business. You know, last year was really, the team did really well in getting, getting me outside of the day to day and, 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 and growing a really solid executive team. Um, this year we just want to really just continue to help our team grow as, as best as we can. That's our biggest task, um, ahead of us. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting time at OTG for sure. Do you, are you reading business books yourself? Yes. So you're reading business books. Yep. Are you attending seminars? Are you, are you, I mean, I know you do your networking, which of course is um, what I like to do as well. But, how, you know, how much investment are you doing in yourself uh, in terms of learning as much as you can? Yeah, fair bit. Look, I, I did a bit over the break as well. I think, you know, we're living in a, an age where, you know, it's, education tech is growing right you can do courses for bugger all and you can learn something really new i'm always reading two or three books i'm one of those readers that will read two or three at once or just smash one out i often don't do just one um look i'm yeah so i'm loving uh, measure what matters um can't hurt me by david goggins i've I've loved that as well um and um and and then i've just just started bad uh, bad blood um, uh, the Theranos story that was very very interesting mm-hmm. um, so what I'm also doing is uh, like I'm actually travelling to London and Munich in two weeks with my chairman and, and we're going through my pathway when we're away so I've just done that with my executives this week mm-hmm. individually about their 2019 and their roadmaps and, and I'll be doing the same with my chairman so mm-hmm. um, yeah so there's there's a bit more I want to learn you know um, our books are just amazing it's the best way for me yeah, to learn and that's why it's probably one of my closing questions I could just tell that and for others to realize it's not just your book you're 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 out there uh, questing for knowledge mm-hmm. challenging yourself mm-hmm. um, um, and and looking um, at at what is and and not necessarily agreeing that that should be that way yeah so you got to learn you got to learn daily you know mm-hmm. you got you got to push yourself to learn and meet people who can advise you on certain things you know so yeah, I think that's a that's a great place to end Mick, because I think people um, hopefully, like I have been today, is inspired by you, but also um, uh, you know, what you've accomplished is tangible. Um, people can can apply themselves in a similar way for whatever their purpose and passion is and just kind of go for it themselves. Thank you so much for coming in and spending time oh, with us. Thanks for having me at uh, Booktopia HQ. No worries. All the best. Thanks for listening to the Booktopia podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if your eyeballs need a workout, check
check us out on YouTube at Booktopia TV. And don't forget, for all books featured on this episode and all episodes of the Booktopia podcast, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at www.booktopia.com.au. Thanks for listening.